Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to another day, another show, another week. Here we are on Monday, April 3rd, 2023. Hope you had a fantastic weekend out there and you are ready to start off a new week the right way right here celebrity birthdays this day in history random facts and your headlines from around the country and around the world all coming up this hour next hour we're talking about the uh, ncaa championship game tonight stranger than fiction features a guy that it called his ex 815 times in two days two days yeah that's a lot of calls we'll uh, get to that story and a whole lot more today on the Ike Wingate Show, being brought to you this hour by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. We're headed to a nice day today, sunny and 80. Tonight, clear and 65, and then mostly sunny tomorrow. Rain in the forecast for the afternoon. Got a 40% chance of thunderstorms after 1 o'clock tomorrow. High of 78 on your Tuesday. Going to be windy out there as well. Showers and thunderstorms likely tomorrow night, low of 49. So a little bit of a cool front coming in because the rest of the week is pretty nice. Sunny and highs in the 60s. Celebrity birthdays now. Let's see here. I got behind. Uh, Paris Jackson, 25. Sarah Jeffrey, that's Maggie on the new version of Charmed, is 26. Rachel Bloom, she's the star of the CW's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. 36 today. Amanda Bynes, 37. Leona Lewis, singer, 38. Kobe Smolders, that's Robin on How I Met Your Mo- uh, How I Met Your Mother, 41 today. Sophia Butella, that's Jayla in Star Trek Beyond, 41 today. Adam Scott, Ben Wyatt, you might know him as on Parks and Rec, he's 41. He's also on uh, Severance on Apple. Excellent. Excellent series. What else we got? Uh, Jamie Bamber. Jamie Bamber from Apollo. No, Apollo. She plays Apollo. He plays Apollo. Wow, I just messed it all up. Uh, On Battlestar Galactica, uh, Galactica 50 today. Jenny Garth, you remember her as Kelly from Beverly Hills 90210. 51 today. Ben Mendelsohn. That's the Scroll Commander Talos in Captain Marvel, 54 today. Sebastian Bach from Skid Row, 55. Mike Ness, the lead singer of the group Social Distortion, is 60. Eddie Murphy, funny man, 62. David Hyde Pierce, he plays Niles Crane on Frasier, 64 today. Alec Baldwin, 65. Tony Orlando, 79. And... 
Donka Jane Way Newton is 81. So sorry about that singing. Well, on this day in history in 1860, the legendary Pony Express began service between Missouri and California. In 1882, Jesse James was shot in the back by his own cousin and gang member, Robert Ford, who sold him out for a $10,000 reward, which obviously was a lot more money back then. TV Guide, the actual paper magazine, hit stands on this date in 1953, back when we didn't have a guide, kids. We didn't have a guide on the TV. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Uh, In 1994, on this date, country singer Tracy Lawrence was charged with aggravated assault in Nashville for firing a revolver in the air to scare away dudes who flipped him the bird on the freeway. Who knew you could get that kind of charge? I guess it is a bit reckless, right? Yeah. Probably an overreaction, maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, the Unabomber finally arrested on this date in 1996. You remember Ted Kaczynski? Man, there's a really incredible series. I think it's on Netflix about this, about uh, just how crazy this whole thing was. Uh, On uh, this date in 1996, MC Hammer filed for bankruptcy. uh, Dave Navarro quit the Red Hot Chili Peppers on this date in 1998. And... In 2000, a federal judge ruled that Microsoft had violated antitrust laws and had tried to illegally monopolize the browser market by bundling Internet Explorer with Windows. And finally, back in 2010, Apple released the first generation of the iPad. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Check it out. Random fact number one. Most, well, not most, a very small portion, but at least it's there. 0.3% of all road accidents in Canada involve a moose. A moose is involved in 0.3% of all road accidents in Canada. Okay. Brazil covers almost 50% of the South American continent. Prince, the legendary Prince. Played 27 instruments on his debut album. Talented guy. Gone way too soon. Your next random fact. The volcanic rock known as pumice is the only rock that can float in water. I guess it's because it's porous and airy and allows air in, right? Right. Who would think? All right. Abraham Lincoln's ghost is said to haunt the White House. I don't know if we can call that a fact. It's just something that's been reported, so I won't play the buzzer for that one. Uh, more people use blue toothbrushes than red ones, yeah? Take that to the bank. And finally, this is a good one to know. The plastic things on the end of shoelaces, they have a name, and they are called aglets. So that is something you can impress your friends with today. Aglets are those little plastic things on the end of your shoelaces, all right? Go impress. Good morning. And we're headed to a high of 80 today under sunny skies, clear in 65 tonight. Tomorrow, mostly sunny for the beginning part of the day, then a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon, high of 78 on Tuesday. Then tomorrow night, showers and thunderstorms likely, low 49. Sunny and 60s, though, the rest of the week. It was windy 
on Friday. Was it Friday, Saturday? I mean, lots of wind last week. More wind today, tomorrow, and uh, something to uh, be aware of. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Hope you had a very nice weekend. Back at it here on the first Monday of April, and let's get a look at your headlines from around the country and around the world. Well, Blinken says his Russian counterpart, he called him to demand the release of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich, the U.S. Secretary of State, told Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov what uh, that the continued detention of Gershkovich and other wrongfully detained American Paul Whelan that it was unacceptable and that they should be released immediately. Gershkovich was detained last week while on a reporting trip to the Russian provincial city of Yekaterinburg. He's the first American journalist to be arrested on espionage charges by Russian authorities since 1986. And your next headline, Donald Trump gearing up for a historic week that will feature his surrender and arraignment on hush money charges tomorrow. The former president scheduled to make an initial appearance in a Manhattan court tomorrow afternoon at 2.15 Eastern. He's experiencing a boost among Republicans with new polling showing him widening his lead among prospective 2024 White House GOP rivals, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, the first 24 hours after it was announced that Trump would be arraigned, he raised $4 million in uh, donations. So, Officials in New York are preparing for protests, and one of Trump's strongest allies in Washington, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, was encouraging people to head to the city. Streets surrounding the lower Manhattan courthouse are to be blocked off. And individual investors spooked by the banking storm are losing their appetite for U.S. stocks. After reaching a monthly record in February, share purchases by individuals have slowed sharply, falling to levels not seen since November 2020 Vanda Research data show. The pullback leaves equity markets without a dependable leg of support as some investors become increasingly concerned about the possibility of a pronounced recession. Rather than the soft landing scenario, many had hoped the Fed could pull off in its efforts to tame inflation. And millions of people, in our final headline here, millions of people could lose Medicaid coverage as eligibility reviews resume. Eligibility reviews for Medicaid recipients, which were paused during the pandemic, start up again this month. Almost 92 million people are currently enrolled in the program. Regulators estimate as many as 8 million people could be ousted for procedural reasons, such as not having updated contact information. This carries high financial stakes for the healthcare industries, including hospitals that risk paying more to cover uninsured patients and insurers that could lose money, some of the money they get for managing state Medicaid programs. All right, those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. And we're headed to a high of 80 degrees today under sunny skies. A nice, nice day out there. Clear in 65 tonight, mostly sunny tomorrow. Rain possible in the afternoon, but otherwise 78 on Tuesday with a low of 49 showers and thunderstorms likely tomorrow night. But Wednesday and on for the rest of the week looks pretty nice. Highs in the 60s under sunny skies. We are talking the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship tonight. March Madness comes to an end, and then at the end of the game, you hear one shining moment 
Yeah, it's a tradition. Not a tradition unlike any other, because that's the Masters, which is next, by the way. But tonight, San Diego State facing off against UConn. Yeah, the, did you see the games over the weekend? Well, the first game was unbelievable. The second game, eh, San Diego. Uh, San Diego State's national final debut came down to the final second of their game when Lamont Butler hit a game-winning shot literally as the clock expired. I mean, it left his hand with maybe, I don't know, .4 left in the game. He, it was a very nice pull-up jumper at the peak of his jump, pure form. You know what, probably what, a 15-footer? Maybe maybe a little more. Uh, over on the, not quite the baseline, but definitely on the wing. And not the easiest shot to hit. You don't have a backboard really behind you to cushion it if you don't get it exactly right but it was exactly right nothing but the bottom of the net right oh my goodness it was pretty incredible they came down you know crazy as 17 and a half seconds they were down by one and they had a timeout they got the rebound on the other end after a blocked shot brought it down didn't call the timeout the coach said after the game well I was out of plays so I just decided not to call a timeout. I don't know if he was joking or being real, but I thought it was pretty entertaining. Pulls up, drains it. In the second game, of course, yeah, UConn just smoked Miami, by the way. Pretty crazy. Okay, so the game tonight is at 8.20 p.m. 8.20 p.m., okay? So a little bit a little bit later. You can stay up, though, but uh, should be a pretty good matchup. For a while, but I think UConn, I don't know. It, it may not be a great matchup. All I know is there's no bracket out there in the world uh, that got anywhere close to this deal, so I'll be watching. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, a man is going to prison for calling his ex a lot. A 44-year-old man from Maryland facing multiple years in prison after he bombarded his ex with nonstop calls back in December. Derek Bowers called his ex 815 times in two days. Yeah, 48 hours, 815 calls. I don't know what the math is there, but this dude could definitely be a professional telemarketer. 17 times an hour. Okay, here's the math. Once every three and a half minutes. That's if he didn't sleep at all. So he must have called her repeatedly, repeatedly, took a little nap. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he was on something. He was staying up all night. I have no idea. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like you, I think you almost have to have like a telemarketer software to be able to pull this thing off. But that's not all. He also sent thousands of texts and Facebook messages over a few months and used social media posts to call her out and embarrass her. Yes, this guy is nothing if not persistent. I'm telling you, he needs to get a job in telemarketing. He was arrested and charged with cyber-stalking He's looking at up to five years in prison. Stalking, they don't play with stalking. Don't stalk, or else you will be put away, just like Derek, the telemarketer stalker who's now in prison. Maybe maybe he could get a job in the prison call center. Maybe that's something to aspire to. Anyway, that's a story from justice.gov, and you know what I'm going to say. That is stranger than fiction.
And we are headed to a high of 80 today under sunny skies. Going to be a nice day out there. A little windy, though. Be advised of that clear in 65 tonight. Front moves in tomorrow. It's going to be mostly sunny most of the day, but then the afternoon, a chance of thunderstorms, a 40% chance, and a, a high of 78. Then tomorrow night, showers and thunderstorms likely, a low of 49, but the rest of the week, highs in the 60s and sunny. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Well, did you catch the, uh, did you did you catch some of the news that came out over the weekend on Twitter, by the way? Yeah, they released the source code of Twitter, Elon Musk and the gang, and there, there's some troubling things in the source code, including the ability for the government to tweak Announcements filter things as well. And so, uh, anyway, you're just going to have to check that out for yourself. But the point of this story is there's now a new most followed person on Twitter. 133.088 million followers. Guess who it is? Elon Musk. Yes, Elon Musk has just overtaken former President Barack Obama as the most followed person on Twitter. Okay? Sorry, Barack. Well, that's okay. Uh, Elon, you surpassed me on Twitter. Uh, I guess we're going to have to get some more follows. Okay? All right, Michelle, make me some dinner. All right, so there you go. Clip from President Obama. Anyway, uh, lots of people... I uh, have plenty of comments about it, but pretty funny. Here he is. He bought the platform, and now he's the most followed guy. And I will say, Elon Musk has become more and more entertaining uh, over the years as well. And did you see that he and the guy from Apple, Steve Wozniak, and some others sent out a letter, an op- like a, a letter pleading with these companies to stop developing AI to take a pause because it's developing so fast? Pretty soon, a robot is not going to let that letter get out. You can... You can uh, take that to the bank. All right, good morning. And we're headed to a high today of 80 under sunny skies. Here we are in a brand new month, right? The month of April. And what is there to look forward to in April, you might ask? Well, you got the Masters on TV. Yes. You got the Live Tour and the PGA guys going at it, right? Little little tension there. Um, but what else is going on? Of course, we've already talked about this earlier. The Final Four is happening. Of course, championship game. Uh, The Masters tournament starts this coming weekend, and the NBA and NHL playoffs both start in the middle of April. The NFL draft is also at the end of April for all of you sports fans out there. Now, those of you who like movies, well, there's some movies about sports. Uh, The Michael Jordan Nike movie, Air, hits theaters uh, this Wednesday. The Super Mario Brothers movie opens on Wednesday. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant is out on April 21st. And Big George Foreman comes out April 29th. Okay. Paramount Plus has some classic movies. Well, shows actually that are based on classic movies. Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies comes out April 6th. Fatal Attraction is out on April 30th. So these are shows based on classic movies. Interesting. Uh, Season 5 of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel hits Amazon Prime. 
coming up on April 14th. Season 2 of Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead returns to <laughs> Comedy Central. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Paramount Plus on April 20th. And, of course, the CMT Awards is coming up. Well, no, that just happened, right? We already get the... Yeah, CMT Awards already happened. All right. Uh, Easter, of course, is coming up this weekend. April 9th. This is Holy Week, right? Passover. Uh, National Beer Day is coming up on April 7th. National Pet Day is the 11th. Earth Day, the 22nd. Arbor Day, the 28th. So lots of things happening in April. It kind of feels like we're out of the winter hump, doesn't it? I think it's, we're getting there. It's, it's taken a little while for the warm weather to take hold. Hopefully we don't have another cold snap too badly. Uh, but uh, at least some of these nice days and fun things are upon us. All right. Good morning. Now, your headlines. Former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson said he is running for president in 2024. Hutchinson made the announcement yesterday on ABC's This Week. He said, quote, I've made the decision and my decision is I'm running for the president of the United States. He said he is running in 2024 as an alternative for Republicans who are ready for the party to turn away from former President Donald Trump. Hutchinson left office, of course, earlier this year after eight years serving as the governor and said his experience in politics as governor, a prosecutor and the head of the Drug Enforcement Agency will speak to voters. In an interview with ABC's This Week, Hutchinson was asked about former President Donald Trump's indictment in which he said, It's a sad day for America that a former president was indicted on criminal charges, but he thinks Trump should drop out of the 2024 race. And the National Weather Service confirmed that it was, in fact, an EF3 tornado that hit central Arkansas on Friday night. Damage with winds up to 165 miles per hour have been observed. The storm survey is ongoing and will take several days to complete, but the estimated path length is 20 to 25 miles. Governor Sanders confirmed at least four people are dead in Wynn, Arkansas, and at least one person dead in Little Rock, and dozens more injured. She also said she has declared the state of Arkansas a state of emergency and activated the National Guard. In a speech on Saturday morning, she praised firefighters and emergency workers and thanked President Biden for supporting the state of Arkansas. And finally, Baxter County is home to a man that's been arrested after leading deputies on a vehicle pursuit and a manhunt all uh, during the day on Friday morning. According to a news release from the Baxter County Sheriff's Office, 51-year-old Trevor Henley of Mountain Home was arrested on charges of driving while intoxicated, fleeing by vehicle, reckless driving, improper driving, driving left of center, and a host of others. He's now being held in the Baxter County Jail on a $15,000 bond and will appear in court later this month. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Have you ever heard of the term sentimental decor? No, me neither. Or I'm sorry, sentiment home decor. A recent interior design trend is sentiment decor, like signs in your house that say things like family or home or live, laugh, love, you know? Well, it's a very popular thing out there, apparently. In a new poll, 24% of those surveyed said they love these sentiment decor signs. Another 25% of people like them. 28% don't mind them. And only 11% of them totally hate it. 
<laughs> Sorry, 11% say they dislike it, 8% say they hate it. So remember, hate is a strong word. Uh, if you're not a fan, you can't blame boomers for this because these aren't boomers that we're talking about. It's most popular with young adults and the home improvement shows that they all watch, right? A whopping 61% of of Gen Z and 58% of millennials dig these word signs. Only 32% of boomers agree, though. Half of uh, Americans admit to having a little bit of this type of decor. Yeah, I mean, especially like the uh, farmhouse, you know, it's like you always see these little signs. Um... 24% of young adults boast that they have a lot of sentiment decor, though. Okay. They consider it timeless. You know, home is where the heart is. I mean, that is timeless, right? Only 4% of boomers have a lot of this kind of stuff. So anyway, I guess now we know Gen Zers, millennials are into the sentiment decor. Okay. Top of the morning. No, is is that one you would have? First coffee, then I'll talk to you or something like that. I mean... You got a sign like that in your kitchen? All right. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it. Listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.